Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Uh, you can tune in to SENZ every Sunday between 11 and 12 for Greyhound Racing New Zealand's Dog Speed, hosted by Greyhound experts Mark Rosanowski and Andy McCook. Don't miss a beat with Greyhound Racing New Zealand's Dog Speed show. And speaking of dogs, we are going to talk to a young trainer now in the Greyhound community, Emma Potts. She joins us. G'day, Emma. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, mate. Good. Uh, how did you get into into dog training and, and into the sport? Um, it was more my dad really got involved um, as an owner first off, and I go with him to the races and watch his dogs go around and got um, a really good friendship going with the trainer, and he offered me a job um, working on the farm and stuff, and I couldn't say no. Was that Steve Clark? It was Steve Clark. Yeah, he's unfortunately no longer with us. But, I mean, how how much did you, uh, I imagine you were a bit of a sponge around him. I mean, how, how key was he to your career as a trainer? Oh, massive. Um, most of what I know now, I learned from Steve and his then partner, Cash. Um, yeah, amazing. Amazing knowledge about um, food and how to check a dog and what goes into racing and how to prepare them and stuff. Yeah, most things I do now with my dogs um, has come from Steve. Uh, I, I guess one of the, the, the million-dollar questions that every uh, greyhound uh, trainer, owner gets asked is how do you spot the ones that, get, that are going to go good and, and uh, versus the ones that just end up on the couch with you? Uh, it's all about in their pre-training, I guess, um, from puppy to rearing them to breaking them in. You can tell quite early off um, the ones that want to do it and the ones that um, don't want to do it and would rather have the couch. And, yeah, it's all about giving them time and, yeah, they'll they'll let you know. Now, I mean, I know that you, you're around the Auckland region, aren't you, Emma? Is that right? Yes, I am, yeah. yeah. How do you find it in terms of, uh, I guess, the setup of getting yourself set up to be a trainer, uh, to be an owner of dogs in terms of, you know, we know what pro- property prices are like in Auckland. I mean, mm-hmm. how much of a challenge has that been for you and how, how did you get around it? It's very difficult. Um, when I first started out training on my own, I was very lucky enough that my parents um, sold their house in Pocono, moved into the middle of nowhere um, to a property with land and allowed me to train off their property. Um, unless you have something like that, it's very, very difficult um, as a young person starting off. And again, now training in with Hayley, um, I'm also very lucky that she had the property, she has the land um, that we can work in together. But there's really no help um, out there, if I'm being honest, for young trainers to get involved. So I suppose it's all about who you know and getting those support networks there to help you get started. Yeah, I was going to ask you about you know Greyhound Racing New Zealand and whether or not there was uh, any sort of assistance for young trainers, young people trying to you know sort of get into the sport. Not financially, no. It's been brought up um, quite often. I know um, there's been you know talk 
a while ago about having a training complex, a bit like how they do with the horses and having one complex and having, you know, numerous trainers there. But no, nothing really. No. Mm. And so, I mean, it's important for you to be able to train with um, Hayley Mullane now. How, how does that uh, relationship work? Oh, it's awesome. I worked for Hayley um, after Steve Clark, before I went out on my own. Um, and, yeah, we get on great. We've always worked really well together. And when the opportunity came up um, to go into partnership with her, um, yeah, it was a no-brainer, really. I have the chance now to have puppies and um, break-ins and stuff, something which I couldn't have done at home. Um, on my own, so yeah, yeah, I'm really lucky. Yeah. How uh, how many dogs do you currently have? <laughs> um, forty two. Wow. Around forty two. And, yeah. and in terms of you know sort of cost and, and and how you offset that, I mean you know uh, I don't know how many times your your dogs are, are are running every week, and I guess not all forty two of them will be running every week. But how how do you manage that, and and what's the outlay like for you on a week to week basis? Um. You have your highs and lows. Um, obviously, month to month, you could have a really good month and then the, the following month could be um, a real low month in terms of um, money. Um, yeah, they say um, don't become a greyhound trainer if you want to make money. Um, <laughs> basically, we do, it, we do it for the love of the dogs. And yeah, if you break even, you're going, you're going really good. Yeah, I mean, in terms of uh, what you do outside of this, I mean, how do you, how do you support it? In what way? Financially. Um, oh, honestly, just luck, really. Um, we, you know, do our best with the dogs, work on the dogs, and you just hope that when you get into the races, they a get round safe, most of all, and b they um return money. Yeah, right. So you don't do anything else outside of training. Training is no, your full time gig. Just the greyhound training. No, just the yeah, just the training. Wow. Uh, and in terms of um, you know the way that you work with Haley, um, how do you guys you know sort of work? I mean, obviously she's got her dogs, you got your dogs, but how does that work for you in terms of you know the the input you put into each other's dogs? I mean, have you got some sort of share set up uh, so so that, so that everybody gets something out of it, regardless of who's winning? Yeah, so when I first moved there, obviously I took my 15 dogs with me and she had her dogs that were already there. And now they're all kind of intermingled. Her dogs are my dogs. Um, my dogs are her dogs. She has her shares in um, her dogs. Um, we own brew bitches together, um, which then will end up owning the puppies together. So eventually what we race, we will both own, um, which will be good, you know, to get those um, pups up and going yeah, to definitely. get us a bit of return. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a a, a a a good way forward for both of you. Hey, Emma, thanks very much for for coming on and having a chat. Where's um, when can we see your dogs in action next? Um, racing on Sunday at Auckland. Beautiful, excellent, mate. Well, hey, listen, best of luck with it, uh, and uh, thanks again for coming on. I really enjoyed your chat. Awesome, thank you. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.